How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, May the 4th. Hey, it's Star Wars Day. How exciting. Uh, folks, we have a lot of industry news today because it is the first day of the three-week trial of Epic Games versus Apple. Now, I don't expect to talk about this every single day over the next three weeks unless we keep getting juicy stories like we did today. But there were some interesting things to come out of the opening statements, so let's jump into that. Uh, first of all, something that they probably weren't expecting, they had a lot of technology issues, and they just left, like, hundreds of people's mics in Zoom unmuted. So there was, like, kids screaming free Fortnite, or advertising their YouTube channels. It took a little bit, but eventually they solved their issues, they were able to move forward with the case. Now, I'm not going to talk about most of it because it's not really gaming-related. The, the case itself is really about monopolies and antitrust issues, so feel free to read some articles on your own if you're interested in what actually happened. But we got some tidbits. For example, we found out that Fortnite made more than $9 billion in its first two years of existence, and that game alone was the majority of Epic's income, which is pretty wild. About $5 billion in profit. Uh, we got a look into some emails between Epic and PlayStation about crossplay for Fortnite. And it's interesting, Sony was very, very hesitant to do crossplay, both publicly and privately. And one of these emails promises basically the world to PlayStation. Epic says, hey, we're going to make you look like a hero for enabling crossplay. Like he literally said that in the email. We'll do a huge partnership at E3. I think he even offered to make them like a VR game for PlayStation VR, and PlayStation was just like, no, we don't want any of that. In the end, uh, we also found out that PlayStation is the only platform to ask for revenue if they want to enable crossplay, compensation in return for having their platform be connected with other platforms. That wasn't really known before. It's, a, it's an interesting business decision they've made there. It is conditional, like it's not happening all over the place, but anyway. Uh, we also got some solid numbers about how much Epic has paid for Epic Game Store exclusives. And there's a full list if you're interested in what they paid for individual games. But, you know, for Batman Arkham, they paid one and a half million dollars, a similar amount for Subnautica. And then for something like Super Meat Boy, they paid $50,000. For the Jackbox Party Pack, they paid $60,000. Slime Rancher was $500,000. Kind of all over the place. So anyway, those are just some interesting side stories to come out of this trial, because, you know, with litigation, all of the business secrets are kind of forced out into the open, and maybe we'll get some more of that over the next couple of weeks. The trial itself, like I said, not entirely gaming-related, but it is definitely going to make a big impact in many different industries. Apple would be forced to make a lot of changes, and even the influence of what Epic is trying to do here is being resonated in other places in the gaming industry. Xbox has also considered reducing their revenue share to 12% instead of 30% on the Xbox platform. They've already done that on PC. And that's according to reports by journalists. So anyway, let's move on here. The biggest news story besides this trial is that PlayStation has now invested in Discord and is going to be officially integrating it into the console early next year. They didn't share much in the way of details. All we know is that Sony made a minority investment, and there's going to be some kind of integration between the two services. And it's interesting because this is just a few weeks after Discord had walked away from acquisition talks by Microsoft. 
It looks like they decided to be a little bit more strategic in terms of staying in control, but still doing partnerships. I'll be interested to see what the practical elements of this partnership is. Okay, and the last thing we can talk about is Xbox, who have made a few announcements about their services. So, first of all, they've just added 74 more games to get a frame rate boost on backwards compatible games. So games like Assassin's Creed Unity and Far Cry 5 and Wasteland 3 and Deus Ex Mankind Divided, they're all going up to 60 frames per second. Like I said, there's way more of those uh, for the current generations of consoles. So that's pretty cool. That looks like that's going to be an ongoing project for them. And then the other thing is they announced the new slate of games that are heading to the Xbox Game Pass. They announced Red Dead Online, Final Fantasy X and X-2, the HD remasters. Just Cause 4, Reloaded. Of course, the previously announced FIFA 21. And uh, Psychonauts. Lots of great games arriving on the service there. And hey folks, that's all I got for you today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I would also like to thank Connor for leaving this show a 5-star review. It's greatly appreciated. And folks, I will be back with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone.